Huzzah, Rangers! This is your boy Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show. I am joined with just one, count them, one outrider in addition to myself. He is Bozo6. Bozo, how the hell are you? It's not just one outrider, Phil. The number one outrider. Oh, okay. Shots uh, fired. Shots fired. I got the belt. By the way, that is the best intro. I just want to know, where yeah. is that rain hat right now? I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> like, where did he get that rain hat? It's a very Georgie from it type of rain hat there. That's a, uh, that's a Stephen King pool right there. Why and wear it? Right. The mini golf indoors. Like, it was, a, yeah. it's a, uh, I, pardon me if I pronounce the French wrong. It's an accoutrement or something accoutrement. like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a weird one. <laughs> I don't understand it, but I love it. It makes it, it rounds it out. Now, what we're doing this evening, Bozo, and by the way, Andrew Quatron's probably watching this. So Andrew, if you want to put into the comments why you wore the rain hat, we'd appreciate that because we're very curious uh, on that intro. Our audio listeners must be like, what the hell are they talking about? If you guys <laughs> want to pause the podcast and go see the um, the YouTube version of this, uh, you will understand it all at that point. But anywho, uh, we're doing way too early part two it seems like it was actually like a month ago that we started this, uh, what was it, a three-hour marathon of the way too early. And then, of course, we split it up in podcast form um, for the masses out there. But we're having to do it again because MLR had a late entry into the league. I mean, one of those, another one of those bizarre, wacky MLR offseason situations where there was rumors of Charlotte coming into the league and everybody assumed it would be 2025, right, because the schedule was already out. Um, but no, here they are uh, making up an entire field of 12 teams. The conferences are back. So it makes a lot of sense in that perspective with travel and all of that divisional rivalries or whatever you want to call it. Um, but here they are as a team that um, is made up mostly of American rugby talent, which is exactly what a lot of these people that hate the MLR with all of the international spots that gets taken up. They, these people have been beating their chest about this forever. So, you know, now they have a collaboration between Major League Rugby, USA Rugby, and mostly fitting the bill is Sugar Daddy, which is World Rugby, um, into this Charlotte franchise. So to develop specifically American talent. So I kind of wanted to start this off because they are the reason why we're having to redo all of this stuff with the schedule and our dream away trips and the uh, standings. Uh, so I wanted to ask you about how you feel about this Charlotte franchise with the terrible name of anthem <laughs> rugby carolina what's your thought i thought we got rid of the a what the f nope you know what i mean like uh, confusingly enough it the a is back it's not the atlanta it's not the a not that a it happens to be charlotte which is their biggest sports rival i don't I, I listen, man. You know I've have been talking about this because you are a regular watcher of the show when you're not on it. I've yep. been kind of flirting with this Charlotte franchise because it pulls at my heartstrings. That's where I'm from. I'm born and raised there. That's where I pick up a rugby ball. I played for Charlotte Old Originals for Christ's sakes. Like yeah. I, I wanted to fully commit, and I love the idea, by the way, of you know developing American talent. Um, but I when they came out with that name and that logo, I was just like, fuck this. Um, I, I've never been more dis disheartened in the entire existence of MLR than I was in that moment, to be honest with you. I couldn't agree more. I'm definitely on that page. Like, so first of all, I just want to, I want to frame this because I'm, I think I'm the, the resident negative Nancy of the show. Oh yeah. Uh, so to speak, I'm the, I'm the most 
scathingly critical sure. and i have like the least amount of sympathy empathy for anything mlr correct um for those that don't know i'm just not a homer like that like yeah. i'm gonna be ultra critical because i want it to succeed standards yeah are yep. what drives success not your feelings you can love something Ooh. as much as you want but if it like sucks that. if it sucks then it it's just not going to last right and then you're just going to be boohooing in the corner wondering what the hell went wrong so with that framework being said i'm excited um i'm excited for the development of american rugby right the yep. anybody who knows anything about the last uh, rugby world cup cycle north american rugby specifically canada and the united states fell completely off the map mm -hmm. uh, both teams failing to qualify and their failures you know led to you know debuts for other nations and, and they went on and, and did good things and mm -hmm. happy for that but but miserable for us fans and Correct. and this and so i'm happy that that's occurring i'm also happy for another reason I am pissed about the rift that occurred in American rugby between the American Raptors, Glendale Raptors, and MLR. I think mm -hmm. absolute shit. I yep. think that those people needed to come to the table, work out an agreement, and make something happen. Instead, those morons went to SLAR, and they're the only North American team in a primarily South American competition. Like they, And they're completely irrelevant. Like Nobody and talks about they, them. You know, yep. it's just, and, it's just and one of these play, weird things. Yeah. And they, well, before Houston had their stadium, they play at one of the crown jewels of American rugby where Correct. USA plays test matches right there in Glendale. Like it, yep. it's, it's preposterous to me that they couldn't get it done. Uh, the, the people at Glendale, anyone who's involved with that, screw you. I think you're all a bunch of losers. I can't wait till your team fails and I can't <laughs> wait till you are summarily crushed. Uh, so that's uh, why I'm super pumped that this, 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 their concept, their concept right. is now, in, is now in the MLR because totally. I mean, clearly nobody at Glendale has ever heard of a rising tide raises all ships. Right. So Hell yeah, I mean, dude. you just gotta be, you just gotta be real with it, dude. I love our yep. Canadian boys. I love our American boys, but realistically the level of rugby talent in the Americas is equivalent to that of like something like NPC guys on their right. way up. Yep. Right. Like if we put, if we put team USA and super rugby, the top 14, the English prem, we're a bottom of the table team. We just mm -hmm. are. I'm sorry. It, I'm, it's just reality until we get there. And I love those guys. They're all amazing people. They're all amazing athletes. They put their body on the line for us. So how do we get this to Anthem? Why am I mad about Anthem? Yep. First of all, I'm mad because why do teams fold? Atlanta folded because an owner passed away and right. the money wasn't there. And the other investors or other investors came in and they moved the team to Los Angeles, right? Mm -hmm. So they didn't completely fold. They just moved. Yep. All right, check. Toronto folded because an owner passed away and he was the primary money and nobody picked up the pieces and Toronto stunk. So nobody wanted to pick up the pieces. And so now they're gone. Mm -hmm. New York is probably one of the toughest sports markets. So that's a whole separate thing. Yes. But you have you at world rugby is essentially the new old guy. Okay. So you take a team that's going to mm -hmm. be primarily American talent and they're going to be playing against other teams, which yep. have foreign players that are really good by the way mm -hmm. and they're likely to get their asses handed to them and go oh and 16 this season and so not only so world rugby is going to back what is likely to be an oh and 16 team but then you take it and you completely bungle 
yep. the marketing and the branding. Yep. You you put a giant A. I didn't understand this until you explained this to me, but I <laughs> but I deep I deep dive on it. You put a giant A in the biggest sports rivalry. Like anybody in Charlotte immediately thinks of Atlanta. I talked to somebody today. They're like, hey, and he's a casual MLR fan. Sure. But he, but he follows the free jacks. He goes to games and he and he coaches the sport. And he was just like, Yeah, tell me more about like Anthem. He goes, That name's dumb. And he goes, and it's a yeah. giant, he's like, it's a giant A. Are they in like Atlanta? And I'm like, no, no dude, no. So you completely bungled it. Let me, let me, let me brief how easy this is. Case mm-hmm. study, the Miami Sharks. Yep. We have another niche sport, niche sport in the United States, soccer. Yes. Enter Miami FC. Yep. Let's do the same colors as them. Let's take something, an animal because every US team has a mascot that sure. like screams Miami sharks it's pretty blase yep. let's match our colors so the merch and the merch it goes hand in hand mm-hmm. and we can build mutual support and get hooked in with them dude charlotte you had so many opportunities they did it kind of well i think the colors is the only thing they got right <laughs> anthem is is straight garbage they're they're trying to, they're trying to tie it to the to the national team and i understand that because of the whole charlotte hawks thing yes yeah. but no i was just going to say that i understand why they're going that route but they completely fumbled the ball with the 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 ter- the name is terrible it's backwards right, right? Yeah. that yeah. to begin with and anthem is not a physical thing and uh, again okay. this is this kind of goes back to the old glory dc thing you you can't be cool and claim the flag of the United States when there's so many teams that can also claim it because we're also Americans. Like, yeah, it's just it's, lame, it's a, man. It's it's a dumb concept. I agree. Yeah. Me and you have our disagreements about OGDC. I'm a little bit more forgiving of them. It has. Yep. I still think it's terrible, like bad, but it's not horrible. I can live right. with it. But Anthem it, it is just trash. And it's so easy. Like take 15 minutes to Google. Like you tried to, they tried to force the square peg into the round hole, man. They're like, well, it's mm-hmm. got to be tied to the United States. And we got to ha- listen. What's the biggest sport in the United States? I'll give you the answer. American football. It's football. Yeah. What's the football team in North Carolina? It's the Panthers. The Panthers What's yeah. the colors? Black, Black white, and- baby blue. Bam. There's your colors. Pick a mascot. Just go Google any team in and around Charlotte, Atlanta, and even the greater South nationwide, worldwide. And just be like, pick one that doesn't conflict. Here's Mm -hmm. one Charlotte Reapers. Cool. You can have a little death guy there and holding the chili or something. You can do a cool alternate uniform. Like, like we've, we've talked about this many times. Free Jacks wasn't even like one of my, I didn't, I wasn't in love with that when they dropped it, but now Now it's become normal. I really mm-hmm. like, I, I'm not, I'm still not like, this is the greatest name ever, but, yep. I, but I like it. I, I like, let's go Jax. It has like, you can nickname it. Like, I don't know how much thought was put into that, but my goodness, it's like these people just completely fumbled it. So mm-hmm. now you have terrible marketing, terrible branding, which is going to likely have to go undergo a rebrand. You're going to be forcing, you're going to be forcing the whole American talent thing against teams that are stacked with foreigners. Mm-hmm. Out of a 23-man roster, only 10 are required to be North American eligible, Canadian or U.S., right? So ostensibly, you're going to have team, you're going to be facing teams with 13 foreigners on their on their, on their their match day roster week in, week out, and you're going to get pounded. And oh, by the way, all of the Eagles, Caleb Geiger, Mitch Wilson, yep. uh, Cam Dolan, all these guys are all already on other teams. So yeah. who are you out there? You're not even <laughs> right. in the UK. So yep. it's like, it's going to be a disaster. World Rugby is going to pull their money. They're going to be the old guy that passed away. 
and and dude i feel bad for those owners yeah. and those teams too like like don't get me wrong like i'm not trying to shit on that on that whole thing but i'm just saying it, it creates a similar situation where world rugby is gonna be like usa mlr you messed it up again mm-hmm. like here we go again it's groundhog day it's the guy uh you posted the meme right? <laughs> Here he is again. Yeah, here we are again. Yeah, you're just gonna pull their dough and watch them pull 2031 and 2033. You just yeah. watch how fast that'll go to France, Italy, somewhere else. You know what, dude? I wouldn't even be surprised if they gave it to one of the slar nations. Like, let's go to Chile or Ooh, you know I mean? like, that would be so world. spicy, man. That would be oh, so and it'd be yeah. hilarious. It'd be hilarious. You know what? Yeah, no, I don't know, man. I could rant for a while on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna settle down. My blood pressure is too high. I'm going to move on from this topic after I just throw out there that, you know, I'm an optimist uh, with MLR and and when Toronto and New York folded, it, it was, it was a bummer for sure. It was a sad day, but I always told you guys in the outrider chat, like the strong will survive the, you know, the teams that got this right from the beginning with their branding, with their venue, all of this other stuff that were community based will continue to survive as long as they have, you know, investors that want to put up the money, by the way, none of these teams are making money at this point. At least that's my understanding. There's no profits being made. So you got to have that investor that's willing to continue to front the cash and everything like that. Otherwise, all this whole house of cards falls apart. But um, I think this game is the greatest game in the world. So as long as we get more eyes on it, we will be okay. And, um, you know, as long as the right people are involved. My concern is when that name dropped, you know, I was so excited about the Charlotte franchise. And I was ready to be have them as like my secondary team that I would have peripheral vision, like looking to see what they're doing. But when the name dropped, it just it made me think like, you know, I was even talking to you guys about like, what is the whole point of all of us doing this in terms of devoting our time to this sport within this country when people that are in control that make the decisions that have all the power and the money are going to fumble this the way that they have with the, the name of this team and the branding of it? Um, you know, it, it's a it's a hard market to crack into. Charlotte is specifically. There's a lot of transplants there. So and, you know, there's some rugby people there, but not a ton. So my thought is, you know, you're going to have a team that's going to suck. Right. And that's just about the the development is more important than wins and losses. But that doesn't mean that the casual fan is going to get invested if they get, you know, trounced by 50 points every single game. And not only that, the branding is terrible. And you've got the the A is the primary logo. You know, all it takes is a Google search. Charlotte's biggest sports rival is Atlanta. Um, And that logo looks somewhat similar to the um, Atlanta FC, which is the team, you know, down the road there that, you know, Carolina fans don't like Atlanta Braves. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing about that is like Atlanta Braves is like they've been around for forever in Atlanta. Right. So they're kind of the South's team. So you will see people wearing Atlanta Braves hats in Charlotte. But that's it. Like there's no other. You know, you don't see yeah. people wearing Atlanta Hawks hats and stuff like that if they're from the Carolinas and they're from Charlotte. So it's just a huge miss, and I'm just ashamed and and sad and disheartened by the whole thing. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, the Free Jacks aren't a terrible organization, so that's something that we can no. look forward to. Let's move <laughs> on from there. Um, I agree uh, with everything you just said. Well excellent, put. yeah. Bravo. The last couple seconds, everybody can agree upon that just watching this show. Um, by the way, our sponsor, whoops, uh, yeah. Inkify. Our good friends at Inkify, if you need T-shirts, embroidery, patches, anything like that, our good friend Carlos at Inkify will hook you up. And by the way, you will get 15% off of all of your order when you tell them TJR Essentia at Inkify.com. Make sure you check them out. They do fantastic work. We like to post their social media stuff because it really is top-notch stuff, guys. Let's talk about this way-too-early 2.0. So the reason why we're doing this, as we talked about, you know, the, the schedule has changed a little bit. It's been tweaked. So we've already talked about uh, the terrible 
Carolina thing. And uh, let's move over to, you know, predictions. So we're going to go game by game. I do have um, Diamond Dave's information. He was nice enough to send that over. So I will throw that in as well with mine. But we're going to kind of go from like, you know, just one game to the next and talk about what we think is going to take place, whether it's a win or a loss. And we'll kind of go from there, Bozo. In terms of the first game, I will be there. And I know a lot of the Rangers are going to be making the trip because it's decent weather that time of year in Charlotte. Um and, uh, yeah, I'm expecting about 20 to 30, maybe more Rangers coming out there. So if you guys haven't made your decisions yet where you want to go, that first game is going to be a really, really good one to, to check out. It's a, the champions meeting up with a brand-new franchise that has American talent. And, by the way, that stadium is right downtown, and it should be a really, really good time. So Charlotte away, for me, uh, based on the chatter in the Facebook groups, like I said, there's going to be a bunch of Rangers down there. I will eat this hat. On this live stream at some point, if Char- if Charlotte wins that game, so guaranteed free Jacks win right there. Uh, listen to your uncle, baby Philly. He knows what he's talking about. Bozo, what you got? Yeah, free Jacks by a hundred burger. I think we break our. Uh, <laughs> I think we break our record that we <laughs> we set at Toronto. I'll be down here in the bunker. Uh, oh, yeah. Unfortunately, my 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 dry spell with alcohol will not be over, so I will not be cracking cold ones in celebration. Yeah, but uh, I think I might. I think I might run through a, a solid eight pack of bubblies just laughing my ass off here in the yep. bunker as try after try after try uh rains down because a uh, one quick caveat that i'll say is like normally so imagine what you know i think what did we play them i think last as well mm-hmm. yeah yes, last at correct. home first you know, and last yep yeah I, I could see i could see by the end of the season when they're zero and 15 maybe running out a completely different side Yep. or something like that and getting guys minutes and whatever but the first game of the season buddy you're trying combinations it's a new look free jacks you're trying you know you're setting yourself up you're getting into your pattern it's the first hit out mm-hmm. there's no way there's anything other than full gas on this and it's i think they're gonna run riot <laughs> so i can't wait it's a great game for the free jacks to start as well because they can kind of see like they can kind of play around with certain things if like they had this concept that they wanted to work out in a real live game situation but it's not going to be a ton of pressure you can kind of get that worked out in this first game against Charlotte, whereas previously it was going to be Houston, and that would have been a real, a real test for, for sure. sure. You you want to keep things close to the chest and note and you know use what exactly you think is going to work. Where where Charlotte, you can kind of play around a little bit on this one. And of course, we do wish that franchise well in the sense that we want American talent to be developed in this country, and that's going to be a great way to do it. We just hate the name and the and the branding. So. Uh, best of look to them going forward, but there's going to be a total ass kick. And I mean, they're going to walk, <laughs> they're going to stomp a mud hole in Charlotte's ass and walk it dry. And I will be there to see it. It's going to be glorious. Uh, next up is uh, the first home game of the season. DC color scheme thieves are going to be making their way up to Fort Quincy. And like I said, in the previous um, way too early predictions, no way we lose at home against our red, white and blue brothers. Uh, they put up a good fight last season, but I, I, I believe they're improved for sure, but I do see this as a dub. Oh, and by the way, um, let me go back to Dave's stuff. He's got a win against the Anthem and a win against DC as well. What you got Bozo? Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I don't think we lose the home opener. Um, either i think that dc is going to be much improved i think that they're um they're going to be tough i mean for dc i think this is also a very very important match for them in the the second game of the season you know they finally shook shook it all off and limped into the playoffs with a losing (laughs) record and, and put new york to the sword last year so they got that you know elusive playoff win um but yeah, I think that I think we're just going to be too much for them. That home crowd is going to be fired up, and 
let's see what the weather is going to be like too. Early yeah, that's still going to be tough. That should be interesting. You know, I've I've said many many times on this show that there will be a blizzard in that first home game at some point, and maybe this will be it. I mean, we've had some very very mild weather here in the winter, which is kind of concerning because I'm anticipating at some point we're going to get you know freezing temperatures that last for like six weeks straight where it doesn't get above freezing and then you know we have we've had some snow but not a ton so maybe that is when it actually takes place on that game and which will be a nightmare for mlr to try to figure all of that stuff out um but uh yeah at some point that will be the case so yeah that is a win for all of us there and of course you know we've got uh, dan from merrimack he's watching the royal rumble i think it is tonight so he wasn't able to join us and uh we we want to wish uh, well wishes over to David Lawrence, um, who's experiencing some family issues right now. So uh, our thoughts are with him for sure. He wasn't able to make it on. Uh, and Diamond Dave, just a little bit too busy tonight to jump on here. So missing some outriders, but let's continue on. We've got uh, so wins all across the board here for the first two games and the ones that we know about. Uh, Nola at home. No playoffs, Nola, by the way. Uh, we have the Vampire, so no way we lose at home. Uh, to this team who have been a punching bag for the Free Jacks since 2021. Um, Bozo, you know, you explained this last time, but essentially every time that uh, the Free Jacks and NOLA play against each other, whoever the, uh, the, the vampire has the jersey on for is the team that wins that game. So he's been playing with the Free Jacks for a while now, and every single time he, we have won that game. They used to be a thorn in our side, if you recall, uh, back in 2021, I believe it was, we needed to beat them to have a chance to continue in playoff contention at home at Fort Union Point, and we just could not get it done. And ever since then, we've never lost to that team. What's your prediction there? Yeah, I think we get another win there. Yeah, uh, we had actually never beaten beaten the NOLA goal in franchise history until we acquired the Vampire. That is why we call it the Vampire's Curse. Exactly. Uh, so we have we have Holden Younger, and so I think we uh, get another dub and no playoff NOLA. I think their misery continues, even though their big brothers Atlanta have moved out to LA and into the Western <laughs> Conference. I think they it just doesn't matter because because Atlanta's big bro, uh, Atlanta's better cousins us are still yep. here to stomp exactly. them out. So for sure, they've never they never beat Atlanta. Is that right? Is that a stat that uh, like it's rolling around in the back of my mind? I don't think they ever beat Atlanta. I don't. Once. I don't think. I think you're correct. I wow, talk about yeah. domination, huh? We need that, a fact checker. God, I'm pretty sure you're right. I don't. There's no way to quickly google that but i'm pretty yeah. sure that you are correct. i think that's correct you know whatever we'll just go with it yeah they've they never heard they never beat atlanta um, if you say it enough times it's true there you go uh chicago away is the next one actually dave also predicted a win against uh, nola as well dave's got a long winning streak here boys uh, you know i'll tell you yeah. that right now so we'll have to get back to that here momentarily chicago away a huge matchup as chicago got a lot better in the offseason if they can get it together they will be a force in this league you know we just had phil groves the part owner our chicago correspondent on in the previous episode and you know listening to him you you can't be anything other than optimistic about the possibility of uh, Chicago as a real contender for the shield this season. So um, I think this is going to be one of those difficult ones. It's going to be a nail biter. It's going to be very close back and forth game, but I do see the free Jacks winning this one. Um, and Dave agrees with me. What do you think about this one? Bozo away to Chicago. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we take this one as well. I think Chicago's improved, but um, 
Chicago, I feel like I feel like there's actually a couple of teams that are following in the in the paths of, of the free jacks. You're a new expansion team, you struggle, you get better, you get better, you get That's better. Right. Uh, and I don't I don't think that they instantly get so much better overnight in one season. Uh, even though they have made some great additions and they've got some positivity out there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be a bad side. I think it'll be a close match, uh, but I think the Free Jacks win. Love it. Love to hear it for sure. Next up is Miami at home. Uh, Diamond Dave has that as a win, and so do I. My notations here, a little piece of broccoli told me that an adopted son of New England will be making the, his way up for this particular game. The Mighty Free Jacks welcome new kids on the black Miami to Fort Quincy with a good old-fashioned ass-kicking, not even messy could save Miami at Fort Quincy. And that's the second time I've done this joke and it's not anybody's fault other than MLR, um, you know, coming out with a new schedule. So there you go. What you got? Sorry, which one are we on again? I'm, 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 uh, I'm Miami at home. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I got all crossed up there. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm using my tabs on my computer. Uh, no sorry. Worries. Yeah. Miami at home. Uh, this is an automatic automatic. It's a dub. Uh, they're a new franchise. They're not going to be great. I yep. think they'll struggle. So. Okay. Next up, we've got Houston away, um, and Diamond Dave thinks that is a win as well. And I'm going to say, instead, I'm going to go in a different direction. I think we lose this game as my first loss in the uh, 2024 schedule. My notations say, tough opponent on the road there in Houston by God, Texas. I think this is the first loss of the season for our boys in red, white, and blue. Um, you know, Houston is building something there. They used to be the laughing stock of the league. If you guys remember way back in the day, they they couldn't get it together. They couldn't even tie their own boots. Uh, but with the new management, there, a South African influence coming in. They're a physical team. They've got really, really good talent. And, you know, that's going to be a tough away trip for our Free Jacks. So our first loss, in my opinion, comes right there um, against Houston. What do you got? I agree. Uh, I think it's going to be tough in the Gulf. I believe it's the rainy season in April. Correct me if Sounds I'm about wrong. right. It's going to be humid, um, surely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not the the Free Jacks will have played in the heat before this. I think right because the week before they go to Miami. Uh, Miami's so, a home game at that. Sorry, it's a home game. Yeah. Yep. Well, either way, regardless, they'll have played in the heat by this time. But it doesn't matter. Like I think that Houston gets it done. I think after such a long win streak and then if you you i think that by that time i'm not quite sure that if all this comes true the free jacks will have secured a new uh consecutive win streak in mlr that sounds um, right by well by it'll be well in hand and it, i think it'll be difficult because i think i agree with you i think houston's going to make some noise out west this year for sure 100 percent. next up we've got seattle our good friends uh the seattle fans over there very awesome passionate fans very friendly folks will be making their way to fort quincy it's nice to have seattle at fort quincy instead of the other way around that's just a hellacious road trip uh, i think it will be very close could go, come down to squeaky bum time as i like to throw around here on this show but I see the Free Jacks winning and getting over the line. Maybe a three-point victory is going to be close, folks. But I do see a win at home. I think that home crowd at Fort Quincy, the first regiment being loud and proud, will be a big factor in helping us get over the line. Uh, Dave agrees with me. He's got a win there as well. What you got, Bozo? Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I think it's going to be a win. I think the reason I think Seattle is also going to be very good. And mm-hmm. I think that just as Seattle is probably the toughest road trip for most teams to go up to the pack Northwest, yep. that reverse is true for them when Absolutely. they have to go anywhere else. And so I think we are probably the second longest road trip for them other than maybe Miami. That sounds I'm not right. sure, but, but yeah. it's a, it's a long haul across the country uh, and they're going forward. 
too. So That's they right. get some extra yeah. time, but I think it might it might mess with them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna. It's go those little things that next. people don't really think about or talk about in regards to matchups that will be a factor for sure. That is a long trip, and they're you know they're going forward in time. Their body might be not be adjusted, all that sort of stuff. Because you know with with the way that the finances work in this league right now, they're not coming like four <laughs> days ahead. They're getting there the right. day before. So yeah, it's it's just a it's just a hellacious road trip. I mean, this country is just so vast as we've talked about before. Uh, speaking of vast country uh then the free jacks have to make their way over to la um you know crossing what three time zones to get there i mean it's over three thousand miles over six hours in the air uh that's going to be an interesting one with a brand new franchise there in la a tough road trip but i foresee this being a dub la has a decent roster but i don't think they'll be able to get it together in terms of talent and depth compared to the free jacks uh, not a lot of chemistry there as well for all those players together. We know this is an issue with these new franchises, so I expect that to be a dub, even though it is you know, a terrible road trip to make uh, for the Jacks. And uh, Diamond Dave agrees with me with a W there as well. What you got, Bozo? I think they've got some interesting players. I think that LA is going to be probably the best new franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they, if they, if things go correctly for them, they could make the playoffs. But for the sake of this show and for for pride and honor, I just really hope we beat the piss out of the dickheads. I can't, I don't, I don't want to lose to that stupid chode logo. Yeah. That's a pretty shitty logo for sure. Um, yeah, the LA dickheads, uh, that will be forever their name. (laughs) Um, and even Diamond Dave, who kind of, you know, silently, stoically puts up with our bashing of other teams, even called them the L.A. dickheads in his notations this evening in our Outrider chat. So if he's on board, then you know that should be their proper name going forward. Uh, next up is Chicago at home for the Free Jacks. Another close one at home, I believe, uh, against a very good opponent. But we don't lose at home, Bozo. I, I you know, banged this drum all last year when we were doing way too early predictions. I I said that we would go undefeated at home and we did. So I anticipate that will be the case this year as well, which which is pretty crazy to think about when we're, uh, this is a salary cap league. There's free agency that exists for us to go two years in a row without losing at home would be a very, very special achievement. And I do have that predicted. So I think it's going to be a close one, but it's a win by three. Another situation where the crowd plays a factor as well against Chicago. Uh, What you got? I'm not confused this time around. I know who we're playing. All right, so good. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. I think it's going to be another tight one. Um, yeah, I think that they might might be our rivals in the East. Mm-hmm. That's going to be that's in terms of top to, honors. Yeah, yeah. I think they're I think they're going to kind of take that mantle from New York, mm-hmm. and that's going to be our new our new Eastern rivalry. But I think we get it done and Love we it. beat them at home. Uh, Diamond Dave agrees with it. Next up is a big one. Uh, I mean, an absolute barn burner of a game. It's going to be a slobber knocker for sure. San Diego away. We lose that home game against them with the new updated schedule that a lot of fans are really, really upset about. San Diego remains the only team other than the new franchises, of course, that have yet to play at Fort Quincy or Fort Union Point in the past. We've always had to go see them, and hopefully next year that gets rectified. That cannot continue going forward. MLR, we're talking to you specifically. So San Diego away. Uh, San Diego continues to build the best team out West. I mean, they really took that one point loss in the final and said, okay, we're going to load up. (laughs) And they've definitely done that. This road trip will be hell just like last season. 
Second loss of the year, for in my opinion, uh, for the Jacks, just like last season. But it turned out all right in 2023 with us beating them in the final, and that's really the one that ultimately matters. So I've got this down as a rare loss for our Free Jacks in 2024. Dave believes that the Free Jacks will get that win uh, on the road against San Diego. What do you got, Bozo? Oh, man, I can't wait for this one. This is one circled on the calendar. I think that there's going to be so much hype because it's also that mid-season match. So I yep. think that you're going to have two strong teams and it's, mm-hmm. a, you know, everyone's going to be taught if, if that all plays out, you, you know, potential rematch in the finals, all this other stuff will be on the line. I agree with you. I think it's absolutely horseshit. Mm-hmm. But given the last iteration of the schedule that we saw, I, I would take this one over that one because uh, okay. we had all the, remember all those away trips we had out West? Oh, yeah. I, I think it's make one to San Diego, but I am with you on this mm-hmm. one. I think our Jack stumble out there is just such a tough road trip, man. It's going to be hot. That yep. pitch is wide out there at Snapdragon. It's a little mm-hmm. bit extra wide and San Diego has loaded up. And I just think, I don't know, you got that for me, it all comes down to what, what did coach Matthew say? We're a bunch of competitive mofos That's and right. they, like I don't think that they'll be satisfied with that one point win in, in the championship. They right. want to go prove that it wasn't a fluke. 100%. And then for San San Diego, I mean, the the pain they're gonna want to erase that pain and get one back. So yep. should be a good midseason match, match of the week for sure. Oh, 100%. There's no way that it wouldn't be uh, when you've got the finalist and the champion playing against each other. And what's interesting is last year that was a very very early. Um, away trip there to San Diego. And of course, our Free Jacks probably played the worst of the entire season down there. They had some hellacious issues with travel. You know, we have to get back into that again. But ultimately, this is mid season now. So I expect a better uh, performance from the Free Jacks, you know, when they're in like cruise control at that point, mid season. But yeah, I just think it's going to be too tall of a mountain to climb. One more thing. You never know. Those old geezers out there on San Diego might be broken by that point, too. They could be could a whole be. new team. You never know. Could they could be doing some load management with those 40-plus-year-old guys that they've got on that <laughs> roster. You know what I'm saying? So, right, maybe. Could be. Could be. Um, next up, we've got uh, Miami away. Uh, and as I said last time, you know, it's, a, it's one of those things where, like, historically – um, our good friends at the New England Patriots have performed poorly down in Miami. Um, and last, the previous iteration of this, I had this as a loss. However, I'm going to go ahead and flip that around and reverse it and say that we're going to win big in South Beach. This ain't the Patriots, baby. This is the Free Jacks. So I expect a win um, away from home uh, against Miami. And uh, Dave considers this, amazingly enough, Dave thinks that we're going to win at San Diego, but we're going to lose at Miami. He says, no do-overs. I'm keeping my bold prediction that we will lose to Miami. That is Diamond Dave saying that. What do you think, Bozo? I think we get the dub, but I can see why. I can see Dave's logic here, especially if he's predicting a big win on the road at San Diego. You have a hangover right. match, man. Exactly. Miami Heat. I can I can see it. I can see it, but uh, no, I'm going to go with it. We win. I'm going to go the opposite way. We lose at San Diego. Then we get pissed off and we go stomp the shit out of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm calling. Hell yeah. Love that. That's a great way to describe it. I could definitely see it coming out that way. But also in Dave's logic there, like we beat San Diego. It takes all of our might to beat a team away from home. And then we have to travel down there to Miami in the heat. Maybe it's a classic letdown game. So I could definitely see where he's coming from there. Next up, this shouldn't be any problem whatsoever, is uh, at home 
against the Dallas Jackals. Now, last year, of course, they were a thorn in our side at Fort Quincy, and nobody saw this coming. It was it was a one point victory or something ten like nine, that. I think. Ten Incredible, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Rick Collins was ready to jump up and down and dance all through Fort Quincy, and you know, take that Lone Star State flag and plant it right at the middle. But it didn't happen. That last scrum there, the Free Jacks won it, and the rest is history. But you know, they they come back to Fort Quincy uh, in 2024. I can't believe we almost lost to this team, as I'm saying here. Dallas will win a couple more games this year. I believe that. I'm hoping for. I'm pulling for that. But this will not be one of them. That is a big win for me. Let me see what Diamond Dave says. Diamond Dave also is not crazy. He says that will be a victory against the Jackals. What do you got? Yeah, there will be no fair weather fans present for this one. Here we go. Uh, and, and we're gonna <laughs> and we're gonna drop. <laughs> I think we drop a fifty burger on Dallas. I can't Love wait it. to just just damage their fan base psyche, dude. Dallas oh, yeah. stinks. I don't like their new uniforms. Are all right, but like right. it's yeah. kind of funny how you're going with a star, but your jackals doesn't make sense to me. Again, fair moronic yeah. marketing, but there you go. At least it's their team and not ours. Exactly. That's not a concern that we have to have for our team. Um, no. DC, and I believe this is an away game. Yes, it is. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see what I've got written down here. This was a fun away trip last season, like one of those sneaky good ones because you can drive there reasonably within a day. Um, you know, they're at a new venue. Um, uh, Maryland soccer plex, which is a little bit closer for the fans. If you're going to drive down or fly down, whatever. Um, it's a new venue, better DC team, same result, baby. We continue to beat up on our little brothers in red, white, and blue. It is a big time win against our, uh, opponents. There our rivals, maybe arguably our biggest rival at this point. Now I can see that Chicago rivalry coming about as the two big forces in the Eastern conference. But right now, uh, our little brothers, DC are our best shot at a real rivalry game. And I believe that is a victory. And I believe diamond Dave agrees with me. Uh, actually, wow. Diamond Dave put this down as a loss, um, away from home after beating the beating up on the Jackals. He's got that as a loss away from home for, are free jacks against dc what do you got bozo i got it as a win i think dc is going to be dangerous i think they're going to finish in third place in the east and again for another segment but i don't think they've given any fidelity on the playoffs i'm assuming they're just going back to the old system but if they go back to the old system i just see it i just see it being free jacks hounds and dc that's my prediction for the east so i think they're going to play us tough because they have to right when you're talking about conference games and you need to get it's a home and away kind of it's a two-legged it's a match. series. Yeah. yeah, it's a series, right? So you've, you've got to win one. So I think, you know, after falling to us on the road earlier on in the season, they're going to try to really take this one from home, you know, but I think we still got too much for them. I agree. We got too much gas in the tank against these DC boys. Yeah. Um, next up, speaking of too much gas in the tank here, against Utah, hashtag let's ride curse is still in effect. So uh, there's a pattern here. We don't lose at Fort Quincy. Utah is one of those teams that I'm just not quite sure about in terms of quality and depth compared to previous seasons. They're just one of those teams that I don't pay a lot of attention to other than making fun of them for absolutely falling on their face and missing the playoffs last year. Hashtag let's ride curse. Um, It's a dub. It's a dub for me. What you got? Uh, I think it is also a dub. And the reason why I think it's a dub is to me, at least my personal opinion, if everything goes the way we're predicting it to go, I think that this is our last 
air quotes, serious match of the season. Okay. Uh, it's not the last home match, obviously, but it's our last right. serious match with only Nola and Anthem remaining. Mm -hmm. I think that we're going to be well in first place by this time. Yeah. I don't think the final two matches are going to really have much impact on where we go. Yeah. Right. Home playoff match at Fort Quincy, likely Eastern Conference final with if the same format goes. Mm -hmm. um, I think what happened after last year, I think the team being one of its two losses they're going to want to get one back over the warriors mm -hmm. and i think that also it's it's a potential finals preview because i think that utah is going to be number three out west but i think that west is going to be closer than the east and i think that they're going to be very dangerous and pushing Interesting. so that's what i think so i think that this one's going to have a lot of pepper on it uh and i think it's going to be a great battle but i think we get it done i think jason patras we score the try ties but it's from in the corner Balakana in the corner, right? So what we're talking about is the free jacks are going from right, our right to left, as we look out at the VIP stands. Balakana in that far left, what would be left corner for him. Okay. And Patras drains the conversion to take wow. the dub. That's a storybook ending right there for that game, and I'd love to see it. But I, I anticipate a little bit more of a distance between Utah and ourselves in that game. But, you, I mean, you, you could be right. Like, we could be having that game – a situation where we've secured the first seed already, potentially, right? Yeah. Um, especially if, if our records, our predictions are holding true. Uh, we've right. only got two losses, uh, I think, right. myself and you at this point, yep. and Dave. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're looking really pretty sweet at that point. So who knows? Now, we know that Scott Matthew, though, as the famous quote goes, I want to win, bro. So like <laughs> he's not a big fan of rotation of a squad. If you've noticed, no. like he likes to, he likes to win every game and I don't blame him. I would, I would be too, if I'm the head coach of the free Jacks, but next up we've got, uh, Oh, by the way, Dave agrees with us. Utah is a dub. Uh, next up, we've got Nola away from home into the season, practically the end of the season. Um, New Orleans, you've already secured everything up. That's one of those situations where, there, there can't be a lot of distractions, right? You've got to keep your eyes on the prize, and the prize at that point is the playoffs for the Free Jacks unless something terribly goes wrong, which we don't foresee. Um, I've got this down as a dub. So does Diamond Dave. In my notations, I wonder what our lineup will be looking like in this last uh, regular season away trip down to Mardi Gras land. We have Holden Youngert, so we're not going to lose to no playoffs NOLA. I've got that down as a win. What do you got, Bozo? I think that sometime all curses are meant to be broken. And wow. I think Noah, I think Noah shakes it in this one. They're yeah. at home. They're going to basically have nothing to play for. They're going to be playing that because they're not making the playoffs. So they're, they're going to be <laughs> playing. Right they're So they're going to be playing the defending champs who are likely cruising into the Eastern conference final. Mm -hmm. I know that coach Matthew is competitive. We've talked to the man both on air, off air. We yep. know a lot about his mentality and what he brings. Yep. And I don't disagree. I'm not trying to say he's going to change course. Yeah. I think he still is hyper competitive. I think that they're going to be going down there with every intention to win. Yes. But with this one, I just see them finally giving those dudes who have been competing like, all right, you want your chance? Here's the shirt. But I think that knowledge is just going to be, they always have one good uh, – I don't want to get into their history, but they always have one good performance every year. There was that year where they beat the Giltinis, I think, on the road. That's right. Um, yep. You know what I mean? They always have that – well, they had Holden Younger then too, though. So anyway. Oh, there you but, go. <laughs> but they always have that one good performance, and I think that they just take uh, what I would call not-choice Free Jacks team. I think it's still close, but it, it gives them their feel-good win. They break the they break the vampire curse, 
and uh, they get ready for the offseason. You know what's interesting <laughs> with these, uh, the, you know, every once in a while, the Free Jacks will rotate the squad on an away trip. Last year, I believe it was Seattle. Guess who won that game? The Free Jacks. And the year before that, it was Austin. Guess who won that game? The Free Jacks. So even oh. if we rotate the squad, you know, we've got one A and one, you know, one one A and one B uh, with, right. with most of our positions. And we'll, we're going to break that down later on in a couple weeks from now at the most regarding that sort of stuff. But I mean, this team is stacked, man. Like we've got talent all over the field. So even our B side is very, very good. So, you know, we could give them fits down there if we were to heavily rotate the squad. Uh, speaking of giving fits, the final home game of the regular season against the lowly Charlotte team, uh, Anthem, Carolina, rugby, whatever, rugby, Carolina, fuck off. It's just so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the last time I'm ever going to say that on the show, by the way. Um, our first opponent of the regular season is also going to be our last. Might be the worst name in the league. That's really saying something. Uh, if we lose this game, I will also eat this hat. Uh, big win to close out the regular season. And even if we played a heavily rotated squad at home, which I don't necessarily think that we would do because we don't want the rust of being a potential number one seed type situation. Um it is, it's just not a loss, man. Like I understand that Charlotte is going to have some international talent on that squad. Um, you know, it's not going to be all American players. They're all going to have some older guys from other places that are coming in to kind of tutor these guys and that sort of stuff. But um, you know, this, we, we anticipate the squad, not as a win loss team in a league. It's more of about development and they will get better with time. But uh, right now it's just going to be, it's going to be tough for them to, to win against the defending champions uh, at our place, by the way, at Fort Quincy. And uh, I'm sure Dave agrees with me. Let me confirm this. Yes, he does. That is a win at home. What do you got Bozo? You know how, um, remember back to your playing days. I know that they were a long time ago. Remember running that? <laughs> yep. Did you ever, did you ever run unopposed, right? Where your attack just runs the pattern without a defense out there? Uh, never. No. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. Well, I think it's going to be much like that. And I think we're going to hammer them again. Um, because one of the things, the, another reason why I don't want to backtrack too bad, but the reason why I picked Nola is like, I didn't have a letdown game before that, you know, losing to Houston away is a tough battle losing to san diego away is a tough battle yep. i think nola away is our is our letdown game yep. and i think that that that's where my logic is with this is so now after the letdown game it's like oh everybody's back sharpen the sword mm -hmm. let's go kill these guys by as much as possible so fort quincy's absolutely rocking sold out of beer like you know like yeah everybody just Victory. getting crazy yeah exactly. yeah so i think it's a, i think it's another big win unfortunately and i don't want to see that happen to anthem i don't unlike dallas who i don't care for mm -hmm. i don't want them to be oh and 16 i just i just I, I almost I almost want to say I know they're going to be. I just mm. I don't really have a lot of confidence that they're going to that they're going to get any wins. Sure. And I just I don't know. And I definitely don't see them beating the New England Free Jacks. No. Maybe Nola. Maybe Nola. That'd be great. There you go. Yep. Or if they beat Dallas, that would be even better. Yeah. I mean Miami, they could probably maybe you know depending on the yeah. situation, maybe they can get a win there. I mean who knows? But uh, you know we wish them the best. Uh, earlier, you know, prior to the name drop and the and the branding and everything like that, I was kind of telling people that if you haven't chosen a team, maybe Charlotte would be good for you. And I'm still going to say that that might be the case. But uh, yeah, I'm pulling back on the whole the whole Charlotte thing, um, for sure. But yeah, fourteen and two for my overall predictions. That that is an improvement on earlier. 
as we've talked about, you mentioned it earlier in the show, we think based on the uh, favorable away trips compared to the previous schedule release that we anticipate more wins. You are very conservative. You've always have been on this show. I believe you're at 13 and three. Yeah. So when this new schedule dropped and, and honestly, the main driver in the 13 and three is I think we got more favorable uh, yeah. road trips. Yep. And honestly, it's just the weakness of the East, man. I think Nola mm-hmm. sucks. I think Miami's going to suck and I think Anthem is going to suck. And so that's six wins right there. And so how the hell do I get to six losses when all these teams, I mean, even if I, even if I swapped Utah out and that we lost to pretty much everyone from out West, we're still at 12 and four, man. Like, yep. It's ridiculous. Even if I dropped one more game, if we dropped one to Chicago, I'm mm-hmm. still at 11 and five and that's a incredible. stellar season. Yeah, yeah. It's still an incredible season. So, you know, I just found it difficult to find, to, to really say, to really kind of look at it any other way. It's mm-hmm. almost become my minimum expectation. That's one of those things. Like it's interesting to think about when you cut, we're zoomed in, right? But when you kind of zoom out a little bit and look at the Eastern Conference, we've got two brand new franchises competing at the same time within this conference. That's an interesting opportunity for the Free Jacks. I mean, that's essentially two. I mean, I mean, I hate to be so overconfident about it. That's two series wins. So that's four wins right there. There's no excuse to lose those games. Right. Like, you know, if they're new franchises and you're the defending champion and you've retained 70, roughly 70 percent of your roster, there's no excuse to where you lose those games. So that's it's already giving you a good position to work with within your conference to at least make the playoffs. And then beyond that, we expect them to do well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like the tomato can league theory. Uh, or conference rather, or division, uh, like the the Patriots always, you know, used to have to deal with these teams that were trash, that didn't have quarterbacks, and they were able, easily able to win their division. Uh, that might be the case this year for the New England Free Jacks with the Eastern Conference. Now, I think Chicago is for real. I think DC is legit. But other than that, like, right, where's the competition at? Right, I know. agree. So Couldn't say more. Interesting. All right, uh, let's move over to a Dream Away Trip. You know, with the with the the schedule being modified, there is some different away trips this time around compared to last time. Now, the big one, of course, is Charlotte coming into the league. We've got also Chicago, Houston, L.A., San Diego, Miami, D.C., and New Orleans are all on the docket for the regular season. I know Kenny has rescheduled his away trips. That must have been a pain in the ass. So uh, thoughts and prayers to Kenny. Uh, out there, Colonel Kenny, who uh, is a fantastic Free Jack fan and a great representative for the Free Jacks fans on the road with the Expeditionary Forces. So great to see that so many Free Jacks fans will be going to these away trips that we've heard about for the Expeditionary Forces. I think that's a huge, you know, big thing that we can keep like a, a star on our chest that we're one of the best traveled away uh, our teams in the league. I think LA is very tempting as an away trip. Miami would be more attractive earlier, even more earlier in the season for me. My wild wild park, excuse me, wild card pick was previously Belfast from the original way too early predictions. But the entry of my home city of Charlotte, North Carolina into the league, even though the branding and name are trash, it has me thinking that my dream away trip should be my home city. I can't wait to see my family and go back to my old stomping grounds once again. And oh, by the way, it's a great place. The weather should be pretty decent compared to up here at this time. Uh, Super friendly people, great attractions in Charlotte, and the food is unreal. 
even as somebody that doesn't eat animal products anymore, it is still the best barbecue anywhere in the world. I know that as a North Carolina boy. So yeah, um, trust me on that, guys. If you've never had pulled pork sandwiches before, you're, you're missing out. But uh, yeah, Charlotte, North Carolina is my dream away trip. Are you changing up anything, Bozo, in that front? No, I'm pretty sure I went with Miami yes, uh, you did. last time, and I'm, I would stick with Miami, but we all know that I'm not even going to make every home match, like I said That's last true. time, so I'm definitely not making it away to Miami. Yep. Uh, I've got a second baby on the way, man. I'm yep. saving my money, dude. Sorry. O only Miami in your dreams this season. That's right. It's, exactly. it's just my dream. It's just a dream trip. Hey. All right. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to mention that Diamond Dave has also switched up his. I believe he went with Miami as well. He did, yeah. But he's going to turn around and head in the other direction. He is going to the L.A. Dickheads as his away, a dream away trip. Uh, they're the biggest question mark of the three new teams. I'd love to see them on their home turf and check the vibe. Uh, and let's be honest, the only thing I'm doing are going to the match, eating, sleeping, and at my hotel, LA's got tacos, is what Diamond Dave says, which is uh, which is epic there. Energy. Energy. 100%. Energy. Exactly. So, yeah, um, we don't have any of the uh, the other – let me check my email real quick here. Um, yeah, we're still waiting on the other guys' uh, entries and stuff like that with regard to this. But let's move over to uh, the standings. So we have to change this up as well because, you know, it was previously that single table format, but that has mm -hmm. been changed back to conferences, which I, I prefer, to be honest with you. Um, let's start with the East. And um, my number one is the New England Free Jacks. I don't know about you, Bozo. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody else is. The only ones that are a threat are Chicago, but I just don't see them taking the number one spot. Speak of the devil for me. Number two is Chicago. What do you got for the East? Same. Same. Okay. Yep. Number three, DC, our little brothers making it into the playoffs once again. What do you think? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 All right. Number four <laughs> is for me, Miami, uh, which is going to be some people are going to be like, wow, that's kind of a bold pick when you've got Nola, an established franchise. Again, they've never made the playoffs, so I don't expect that much out of them at this point either. That's one of those. It's not a losing culture, but it's just a mediocre locker room culture surely uh, i know that they want more for that uh, franchise they have aspirations but i just don't see them getting it done miami i think is going to be one of those sneaky good teams i've got them ranked the highest out of all of the new franchises they got i've got them in fourth what about you i'm actually going with nola in fourth okay. there's still no playoffs uh, i think their record is still going to be abysmal yeah. uh, but they will be boosted this year by four wins two over miami and two over anthem so <laughs> Yeah, that certainly helps uh, in the I'm overall scheme that. of things. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. logic behind it. It's I think it's very simple. They get they get those those extra wins. Yep, I am going to be merciful here and say that Nola does finish in fifth place in the East. Um, and what about you? I am so we have basically flipped. I got Miami. Yeah. Okay. So I think Miami gets. Uh, you know, again, I feel bad for Anthem, but I think that Miami gets two wins and it's an inaugural yeah. season and both wins come from come against Anthem. And then who knows, maybe they squeak out another win somewhere. Sure. Uh, but I, I just don't see it. Don't All right. Uh, feeling bad for Anthem is going to be the theme of this year. I think for everybody across the league, I've got them Charlotte uh, in sixth place there. Uh, and you do as well in the East. Let's move over to the Western Conference. And these guys are across the country. And uh, to be honest, I don't really think about them too much other than looking at the standings uh, and the, the actual games as they take place and the scoreline and that sort of stuff. But uh, for me, I think it has to be San Diego number one. Yes, uh, returning basically Western Conference 
champions. Mm-hmm. I think that they are going to be super hungry and focused, and I think that they're going to go to the number one seed for sure. I, I think for a lot of people, two, three, and four are very debatable and arguable about where the rest of these teams may finish out. For me, I'm going to go with the, uh, the super consistent franchise of Seattle, always in the conversation, always contenders. You know, They haven't lost a lot of guys from what I've seen, so I anticipate them to be right there in the hunt at the number two seed in the West. Yeah. And I agree for many of the same reasons. It's all about that consistency, right? Like Houston has had great sides, but they stumble. Utah probably should have made the playoffs last year, but just inexplicably losing to Chicago and let's ride. Yeah. Let's ride baby. You know, like all this other (laughs) stupid things that those franchises do. It's not that they're bad, bad franchises. They just seem to stumble in critical moments. And I just see that, that pattern kind of continuing for those two franchises. Fair enough. I've got uh, three is Houston. Uh, expect them to be in the hunt for sure. Definitely a very, very good team that I anticipate the Free Jacks will lose to away from home. Uh, great squad. Yeah, I disagree here. So I think that Utah finally gets into the playoffs. I know that Houston's super, super tough. But again, I think that that, that those critical stumbles, right? Like they're going to mm-hmm. beat a team like I predicted. I think they're going to beat a team like us. They're going to beat have those moments where they play like great rugby and beat great teams, but it's just, you know, they'll have some sort of game where like they lose to Dallas or something like that. Right. I think Utah, yeah, Utah squeaks in. I think this is their year to, to, to be the punching bag out West in the first round of the playoffs and lose. There you go. I mean, Hey, at least they made that ticket. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to ride right out of the first in the first round of the playoffs. Let's ride out of the playoffs for sure. For Utah, I've got them at number four, missing out the playoffs. As long as the format remains as we anticipate it do with the conferences coming back in. Now, if it's, if it's eight teams, I'm also rolling my eyes, but you know, obviously they would make it in for me. Uh, I've got Utah at number four. Uh, You got Houston, I believe, as you were saying. Yeah, we just flip-flopped here, so I just think Houston barely misses out. Okay, and then I've got uh, Dallas, the Dallas Jackals in fifth place, the lowly Dallas Jackals, hoping for the best for that franchise. I just don't see them being super competitive this year. Sorry, Rick. What do you got? I mean, the West is super strong, and, you know, unfortunately, like, Dallas doesn't get to exist in the East with Anthem in Miami to boost boost the stats and and even NOLA to boost the stats, right? Uh, Yep. But I think that uh, it is actually Rugby Football Club Los Angeles, Los Angeles, that takes this. uh, The dickheads. Yeah, the dickheads. Are in in, uh, take up the fifth spot because I think that they probably split their season series with Dallas and probably pick up other wins elsewhere. Uh, Because I'm kind of hoping I'm kind of hoping against all hope. The anthem goes one and fifteen and beats Dallas, and I and I hope that I hope that that one win against Dallas makes it so instead of being fifth, they finish last. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm It'll just, be like I'm pouring on that haterade, man. I it's can tell. Spicy. Yeah, I mean Dallas has a target on its back this year for Bozo, so you know we're, we anticipate that going forward throughout the season. But uh, for me, LA, the dickheads finishing dead last in sixth place in the Western Conference, and I know you got Dallas in that position, yeah, so we I just flip flop there as well. Um, what else? I one thing that uh, you know, so that rounds out the the standing predictions. So we've kind of covered everything that we needed to. Now Diamond Dave did have, you know, he, he's not with us, but he did give us a gift of a possible little uh, talking point here, a little fun thing to play, which, which is completely separate than what we're normally going to be doing here. He says, pick a New England city for an expansion team. 
total uh, obvious total pipe dream, but just pretend there was one. Um, mm. And he threw out some, you know, some interesting uh, potential sites. But what's your thoughts on this? I mean, I don't think it would happen, at least not for a very, very long time. But uh, where would you put a franchise? Let's say Bozo wins the lottery, right? Okay. Um, and you don't want to move far away. Where are you going to New England to start a franchise? I mean, for me, there's really only there's really only two places uh, to place this franchise within New England. Mm-hmm. I think that people outside of New England, when they think of New England, they think about Massachusetts. But the Free Jacks are already here, so I think yes. that that's kind of stupid because you then you have like the LA thing where they have with all their teams, and it's like the, mm-hmm. and and in New York with baseball and hockey and stuff. Like I think that that's nonsense. So you can't pick Massachusetts. Right. Uh, Connecticut's not a real New England state to me. They're essentially <laughs> New York. Uh, I don't know any. I mean, I know I, ha, I do have some family that lives there. I feel sorry for them. It's the worst state. Uh, the Merritt Parkway is probably the worst road. Oh uh, boy, yeah, that's you know a rough I mean? one. Yeah, you know, and just and the way they spell Connecticut, it's just stupid. Everyone there is an asshole, pretty much, except <laughs> for my family. Love them, but everyone else there is an asshole. So Love you cannot, it. you cannot put it in into Connecticut because then you create that 50-50 split. Yes. Or you got the Patriots fans and you got the Giants fans. It's mm-hmm. stupid. So Connecticut's out. Um, Rhode Island, not a road, not an island. Discuss. That's the old Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld crash. True. Uh, way too tiny of a state. It's essentially too close to Massachusetts as well. Agreed. So they're out. Yep. So that leaves. Uh, and then I love me the Shire, man. I love the Shire. Same. I'm born and raised here. Uh, we're the only state that mentions death on the license plate. Uh <laughs> It's really great. There's no taxes, fireworks, but we're just a black hole, dude. We're the black hole of New England. We're not the best in New England at everything. Vermont has better maple syrup. Maine and Vermont have better beer. Like we pretty much got the best skiing because we're the only ones with the mountains. But even people would argue that Vermont is better than us at skiing. So it's like, you know, I just can't see us putting it anywhere in in New Hampshire. Like you can have a team in Manchester, dude, match Ganistan. I mean, I will say that in terms of population, obviously Manchester is the largest city north of Boston. So if you're if you're removing Rhode Island and Connecticut from the equation and you're saying that Massachusetts is not possible to do, which I agree with, you're not going to put two franchises of MLR in the same small state, uh, then I think Manchester would make the most amount of sense. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, uh, for well, sure. I, I know that this is a very lengthy explanation, but I'm just trying to talk some shit and have some fun. Sure, that's all we're doing here. Yeah, so... Um, so to me, that really logically only leaves two places. And so that's Maine and then it's Vermont. Mm-hmm. So if it was going to go to Maine, it would have to be Portland. It's right okay. off 95. The beer culture, the, the it's probably Portland, Maine is in my opinion, I'm a huge beer nerd. If you know me personally, you know, this mm-hmm. is true. Um, I think that Portland's likely the best beer city, at least on the East coast, easily, possibly nationwide. Wow. Um, Yep, I I really make that argument. It's incredible up there. So I think that the the city has definitely gone through a revival. I'm not a Portland native, but I visited a lot uh, over the years, uh, and it's just gotten a lot better. So I think Portland would be sick, uh, and it's it makes it an easy road trip, kind of a la the New York New England road trip, where you're just yep. basically going not down 95 essentially, mm-hmm. uh, or in this case it would be up 95. And then if you didn't want to go, um, if you didn't want to go easy in Portland, I think you got to go all in and in Burlington, Vermont, right there on Lake Champlain, man, it's gorgeous. UVM's there. Um, 
what is it church street in in burlington is is awesome they have great beer up there too a bunch of hippies up there if you if you (laughs) like i don't know man if you like edibles or marijuana i'm not into that nonsense never have been i don't hate people that do that stuff but if you're if that's your if that's your ticket dude you're in heaven up there you know (laughs) there's a bunch of there's a bunch of avocado toast eating crunchy dreaded locked mofos up there dude so you you could you could certainly have a time uh so for me if i'm going to place a franchise i'm going portland maine Wow. Yeah. I think I think that's a strong contender for sure. I think um Burlington is just way too far away from everything, right? Like it's just it's in the middle yeah. of nowhere. You have to get through Vermont and there's not a lot going on in Vermont if you've never been. A lot of trees, you know, very friendly people for the most part. Um uh, but yeah, not a lot going on there. So I think Portland makes a lot of sense. I'm going to go in a different direction. Um the only other uh, major city within New England or any place in New England for that matter to have a professional franchise other than the Boston, Massachusetts area. You know where this is. It's it's Hartford, right? They had the Whalers. They moved to Carolina, right? But that's the only city that supported a major professional sports team. Um, and it's one of those situations where you're talking about, like, it doesn't really feel like New England. Technically, it is. There's six states in New England, um, and they're technically one of them, but I think that's one of those places where there's so many like New York type of fan leaning people that if there is no New York franchise, which there currently isn't, it would make a lot of sense to have them in strategic, exactly to have them in Hartford. I like Um, that. Yeah. It's also Hartford. Yeah, it's it's not a not a great place. I mean, it's 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 okay. Um, I wouldn't put it up there as my top three cities in New England, but I think it would be a good place to place a franchise if you're going in that direction. If you're if you want to make the huge mistake of putting another franchise in New England other than the New England Free Jacks, then I guess you would have to put it in for, in Hartford to be successful. I think is the best way to describe it for me. So. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of Western. That's out by Western Mass too. Like it's on, it's across. So, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and it's on the way to New York. So I like that. Plus, you're outside of New York City, so you get like yep. the upstaters and New York City. If there was no New York franchise, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like so. it. All right. Any other thoughts on the season? I mean, I know that we've done this previously, so it kind of feels like a, a little bit of a buzzkill to have to do this again, but it, it wasn't our choice. Nobody asked us if they want a new schedule to come out. I mean, way too early lived up to its name. It was, we didn't was think it was that early, early yeah. but it was way too early. I mean, we yeah. still don't even know if the real schedule is out yet. That better be it. I know a lot of people will <laughs> I be think absolutely furious uh, once again, if it isn't, but yeah. I just hope that we. I just hope that these growing pains in the off season with losing uh, franchises and gaining franchises. I hope that it becomes a little less tumultuous. Um, I still think that there could be more franchises to go. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, I'm looking, at, dude. I just I feel bad. I think we're gonna break a scoring record against Anthem because <laughs> we don't even know. They haven't even announced any of their players yet, man. Like who's yeah. playing for them? Like there's yeah. there's speculation out there about who they've picked up and stuff like that, but nothing is really. They have one trade, I believe, and it was one of the Rumble Brothers uh, of USA Eagle, by the way, heading in the direction of Anthem, and uh, Seattle's getting salary cap consideration, so they're getting a a USA capped. Oh, uh, t- Turnbull. Lucas. Trump. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rumble or Turnbull. Yeah. I can remember how you say his name. Yeah. Yep. Correct. I don't know, man. It's just going to be so tough. Uh, good luck to them. I'm looking forward to the season. Uh, don't forget, join me for the away matches. I'm going to be broadcasting live from the bunker. Yeah. We can't show the match because we get taken down. Right. Uh, but if you want to listen to my beautiful, silky voice, 
and peep these nice lights. The lights are really what what does it. I think it, that, that gives it a 10 out of 10. It really gets it over the line for sure. Uh, a la David Lawrence also with the lights. Inspiration, and, inspiration. But yeah. I went with the red, white, and blue. There you go. That's the best way to go about it. I mean, it's the, the primary colors, baby, of the franchise. So, all yeah, right. Man, I got nothing else, dude. I'm good. Same, same. So with that being said, we've got one word to exit the video in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah!